Hi and hello again, this is Norman Go. You're listening to our next episode of BMI, Bicara Minggu Ini, discussing current affairs, politics and stories that matter to you. It has been two weeks since the last episode I've uploaded and as you know, we have a lot going on in Malaysian politics over the past month. So since the end of the last Sabah State election, Warisan fell short and we saw a change of state government through the ballots. However, Sabah is now known as Little Wuhan, with hundreds of cases reported on a daily basis. With emerging infection clusters all over Malaysia, all hands on deck to manage the third pandemic wave in the country. In this episode, I'm collaborating with a newfound friend, Harif Muhammad, who runs a podcast program in his humble studio, right smack in the heart of Kuala Lumpur near Pasasani, the central market. Well, we will be discussing the dynamics of politics in Malaysia, and more recently, PKR President Anwar Ibrahim's audience with the young Tuan Agong on October 13. So as power plays at the centre of the country, what future unfolds for all Malaysians? 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 And we're recording! Hi, selamat datang kepada collaboration episode ini. Hadir dengan saya. I'm Norman Go. And uh, saya nama-nama saya Norman Go. Berasal dari Kuching, Sarawak. Tapi kini di Kuala Lumpur. Nama saya Haris Muhammad, berdasar dari KL, tapi my mom is from Kuching actually. Ah, Sarawak orang Kuching lah, tapi uh, tapi tak si pandai kelakar bahasa Sarawak pula. Eh, pandai. Eh, bula ayah. Kenal sikit si maut, si maut semua tu. Yeah, okay. it's uh, Saturday and uh, thank you for having me in the show, Haris. Yeah, I'm excited to do this. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, I think... Uh, I gotta say sorry to a lot of my listeners out there because I've been not been recording for the past two weeks. A lot has been happening over the past few weeks. You have been busy. Yes, it's been non-stop. And yes, I'm having a class right now with uh, University of Malaya. I'm taking a master's in public policy. So, Haradith, um, um, I'm I'm not trying to take over your show. I think I encourage you to. <laughs> we are both hosts, so we'll ask each other questions. Yes, and um, we're going to have... Uh, like I remember Harry was telling me in the first thing that uh, before I came to the show is that you're going to use a little bit of rojak. Yes, rest assured, we're going to use a lot of rojak. Uh-huh. But talking about Malaysians being rojak... Now, why Malaysians tend to change accents every time they go abroad? No, true. Uh, it depends. One, it depends where they go. And it also depends who they talk to. Kan? It happens here. When you say some orang putih, it's like, oh, tiba-tiba lah got down, like accent London. <laughs> but it helps because when I was working in Singapore uh, for about three years, uh-huh. um, when you use... Was that when you were a nurse? Sorry. Yeah, when I was uh, a nurse. Mm. Yeah, okay. Yes, I am a nurse. Mm. I was a nurse and forever I'm a nurse. Yes, yes. I'm registered in Singapore and Malaysia. Mm. But you know what's interesting is that, you know, knowing Asian culture, you know, don't you think, don't you guys, if you're listening right here, right? Bila korang masuk dalam kedai tu, mesti ada orang nak ikut, 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 ikut di belakang. Siapa nak ikut? Tak nak cium bau kan? Ih. Huh? <laughs> you know those store, store assistants, right? Oh, 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 ni ada duit ke nak beli. Hmm. Tapi biasalah bila nak muka mulut tu, ha, cak ha dalam orang putih tu. Uh. <laughs> Sorry lah, pasal aku tak nak dah keluar. Wow. <laughs> I like your logat man. Because oh, when Jesus. I close my eyes, it really feels like, oh macam orang Sarawak kat sini. Uh, nah, exactly, orang Sarawak tak bunyi macam orang Melayu. Uh, tak bunyi macam orang Melayu. That's, uh. that's the right way to put it. 
So on that note, right? Because mm. when we Malaysians, we tend to we're like chameleons. The moment, just for example, mm. we just spend a couple hours talking to an Australian, a guy from British, another mm. person from US. The next thing is that guy speaks American. Uh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, but, the, but the but, catch is this: yes, you know, the moment you speak in proper. Um, let's say British English when you go to a store the Queen's uh, Queen's English no it's just a reported speech anyway mm. uh, but when you go to a store for example you go you walk into a Cartier shop or a coach and you speak in proper English mm. they would treat you differently is it? yes you know what that makes me feel like doing? That makes me feel like going to a Cartier and speaking the most kampong accent I can possibly and buying everything at the same time, you know? I think I think they are aware of that these days because, uh-huh. you know, they don't want to end up like end up in a video with Isa Sarp. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so you they juggle sikit lah. Of course yeah. lah. I think they don't want to get pranked. Yeah. And, and yes, there are a lot of uncles, you know, those... Pachi-pachi dressed up like just short shorts and flip-flops. Sleeper. You know, they walked in and they say pay everything in cash. Yes. So sometimes... Oh. <laughs> but how many of them actually pay tax card? That's the question. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, for a start, we talk about Roja being Malaysian. So we have a quite an eventful month. I won't say week because every week changes every month. So, how is this? Yes. Sabah election just ended. You know, uh-huh. they just... You know, tengok bapa ramai orang dah kena COVID lah. Tapi uh, um, kita sedahkah, sedekahkan Al-Fatihah kepada yang telah meninggal. Alhamdulillah, yes. Yeah, quite sad. Um, the numbers have been three to 400 per day since it spiked. Yes. Correct? Mm. And most of the new this, this cases, the new death cases, um, I think for the past few weeks or the past two weeks, mostly in Sabah, I think we've seen more than dozens have died from COVID-19 and here kita masih berkelahi tentang politik lagi hmm. kemaruk kuasa masih berlaku di Putrajaya hmm. I saw um, you tweeted dulu you so, you were behind the hashtag pause Malaysia kan sebenarnya ya yeah, terus saya kena kecam Ah banyak hantam betul-betul lah <laughs> nampak ya yeah, first one is Fahmi Fazil sorry MP Lebang Patai uh, really? you are among my favourite but uh. the thing is it's cannot be seen melalui lensa seolah-olah parti muda ini dikawal oleh Tun Bapak Mahathir. Tidak. Hmm. Parti muda ini adalah satu gerakan anak-anak muda. Walaupun dengan um, Syed Sadiq di barisan hadapan tidak semestinya semua setuju dengan pos Malaysia. That's true. Tapi sebenarnya kan walaupun kalau tu benar ke tak benar does it matter? Actually at the end of the day apa message? What's the message? Never mind who's backing. Sebenarnya kalau kita nak stop the spread kan, mm. of COVID in our emergency at the moment, does it matter as long as the message is wajah? I think we got to look at it uh, from a compartmentalized manner. You got to separate these few issues together. COVID-19 is within the midst of what we are facing right now. If we do not manage COVID-19, lives will, will be lost as one businesses will be heavily affected because 90% of the jobs out there are provided uh, are mainly came from mainly coming from the SMEs mm. and the SMEs are the they are the, the hardest hit the, the hardest hit right now mm. so you know the question is right now is that you know covid-19 is a separate matter when it comes to political will will 
politicians from both sides actually come together to manage this. Mm. Looks like it's not working. No. Uh, one side is trying to hold on to grip on to power as long as they can. The other side is like apa yang guru buat apa yang guru buat murid pun juga nak buatlah. Mm. Pintu belakang dia orang nak buatlah pintu belakang. Mm. So is a benda ni takkan habis. Walaupun dah tukar perdana menteri benda ni akan akan berlaku lagi. Mm. This will happen again and it again. Will, it will happen because if there's no general election that's it because mm. the numbers are going to shift people are going to move because we do not put all these proper reforms in place. We don't have anti-party helping law mm. that you know we're going to do a recall election if a person switches camp. So things like that. But then again The gist of this, why is this happening? In my opinion, young people should just contest. If young people just sit there and then start complaining and you are not there to populate the parliament, look at where the parliament is right now. Mm. Parliament is just full of warlords. The people who are, you know, even young people who still have that old thinking are just looking for power. Because once you're an MP, once you're a minister or deputy minister, you have a lot of money. You know that sort of thing. So at the end of the day, it comes to questions: Adakah menjadi seorang ahli politik itu semata-mata untuk mendapatkan duit atau tanggungjawab kepada hmm. rakyat? There you go, pendengar. Kalau kau rasa, hmm, I've always not bertanding sebenarnya. What are you waiting for? Ya, kalau bertanding itu memang payah sikit. Tapi kalau dulu anak-anak muda menjadi barisan hadapan pada zaman kemerdekaan hmm. dan menjadi ahli parlimen pada usia yang muda. Adakah ini menjadi satu tanda tanya kenapa anak muda tidak kehadapan sekarang ataupun hanya sekadar menjadi bystander? Exactly. Hmm. Norman, I ada soalan ya. Boleh. Kau rasa Tan Sri Muhyiddin sekarang, hmm. is he very distracted from his job of curbing the COVID crisis? One way or another, yes. Because one thing is that, you know, is is he confident he's going to stay as uh, Prime Minister? That begs the question: mm. Is he comfortable with the support he has right now from the people? I think he is pretty comfortable, seeing how people were, uh, you know, they 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 are giving him the support right here in in West Malaysia as well in Sabah and things like that. But you know, all this is so distracting, and you know, again, who's actually working right now? Are we managing this well? Is Tansri Muhyiddin? Leading the country well, I think for a start, yes, you got to give him the credit. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. You got to give him the credit for that. Yes, yes, uh, for for managing it in the early part. But it's not entirely politicians; it's also the civil service. The civil service has a very strong, um, uh, you know, system itself. You know, politicians come and go. Politicians are like diapers; they change. <laughs> But who stays? The civil service. Mm. You know, without the civil service. A strong civil service, we will not be able to manage the COVID nineteen situation. Well, even when it comes to um, monetary support, financial support, and all sorts, I think we've been managing COVID nineteen pretty well compared to our neighboring countries like in Indonesia, in Philippines. Heck, we're much better than US. Oh, for sure, no question <laughs> there. <laughs> But this comes a question where, you know, his role as the Perdana Menteri, you know, as a Prime Minister. It's uh, you know this game of numbers is going on and on and on and on and on. So um, now, if you look at it right, I'm no one is trying to exert its power. 
Let's exert its influence. Okay, before mm. you continue with that discussion, okay. let's talk about the maybe the facts or the quotes. We can we can talk about this like tin air and all. Can. But how do we know this? Bagaimana kita tahu dia orang tengah sekarang try to exert their power? There have been movements, kan? Mm-hmm. Mm. What are the oh. movements? Oh, uh, pendengar, sebelum kita continue ya, I nak jelaskan uh, kawan I di sini sebenarnya seorang jurnalis. He covers a lot of stories, and you can check him out. Can I can I name the organization? Ah, go ahead, no uh, problem. So it's the vibes, thevibes.com, right? Yes, thevibes.com. Yes, uh, banyak artikel dan atas nama dia. Jadi, I've seen quite a lot of articles he's posted himself, so I feel he's betul-betul qualified lah nak menjelaskan. Okay, so movements within Amno. Okay, talking about movements within Amno, it's not a. Uh, I think a lot of people who don't follow politics. Uh, Amno, it can you can see that it's divided into several factions, several groups. You know that Amno, Amno. When it, when you want to understand Amno, you got to understand about the his the history of Amno itself. The movement within Amno was the very first Malay-based party in the country. Satu-satunya parti parti Melayu mm. yang wujud pada pada zaman Malayan Union lagi. Tapi parti Amno wujud di mana? Dia wujud di istana. So hubungan antara parti Amno dan juga kerabat-kerabat diraja memang payah nak dipisahkan. So terutamanya kalau lihat dari segi pengaruh uh, politik Melayu dan juga pengaruh dan kepentingan raja-raja Melayu suka dipisahkan sebab kedua-dua ni sangat kompleks. Hmm. Kalau dilihat kita menjurus kepada parti Amno sikit kini sekarang. Selepas kejatuhan Barisan Nasional pada tahun 2018 berlaku pertukaran kuasa. Datuk Seri Najib letak jawatan sebagai pengurus CBN dan Presiden AMNO dan selepas itu berlakunya pilihan pemilihan dalam AMNO di mana Datuk Seri Zahid Hamidi muncul sebagai juara dan menjadi presiden. Tapi sekarang Datuk Seri Ahmad Zahid Hamidi mempunyai berapa tuduhan rasuah? Berapa ya? 47. Wow. 47. So persoalannya ke mana perginya kesinambungan parti AMNO selepas ini sekiranya Datuk Seri Ahmad Zahir Hamidi dijatuhi hukuman dan dipenjara sama seperti Datuk Seri Najib telah dijatuhkan uh, telah convicted uh, already he's, mm. he's a con- he's a felon yeah he's a felon mm. he's a convicted felon so what is pending appeal pending appeal yep. yes until exhaust everything mm. but then You cannot deny that he's already a convicted felon. Mm. But we also cannot deny that his popularity is big. But at the end of the Hashtag day... Hashtag bosku. Yeah. <laughs> Malu apa bosku, kan? But at the end of the day, right, you got to look at it. These are the older generations that has been holding in power for so long. Mm. Have we seen the younger generation of AMNO? Rarely see that. Ada. Lately, they've been starting to be a bit more vocal sikit kan? <laughs> Berapa kerat je. Bila tak nak banyak kira lah, tu. Yeah. Takkan mm. nak kira Papa Gomo sebagai satu. Mm. Tak boleh lah tu. Bukan Lokmat Adam. Mm. Ah, tapi Lokmat Adam dah dibuang lah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> But, secara ringkas, kita yeah. dapat lihat berwujud beberapa faksi, faction dalam kepimpinan UMNO. Satu, mm adalah um, dalam kumpulan uh, Datuk Seri Ahmad Syahid Hamidi yes. dan uh, Najib then you have Oh they're together now. Um, yeah. probably together. Probably. Probably yeah. together. Okay. okay. Another one you got to look at is Kuli. Mm. Okay, you got to look at non uh, for those listeners out there Tengku Razali Hamza is a royalty from Kelantan. Kuala Musang MP. 
is the longest serving MP and he has never switched side. Yes, the other person, the other person who has been a long, one of the longest MP is Tinkisian. Actually, no, he has switched sides once, briefly. Semangat, Semangat 46. Yes. Yeah, bagi But yang then, belum baca buku sejarah, okay, buku sejarah, buku sejarah SPM tak cukup eh. <laughs> uh, yang, yang, yang itu, yang itu bagi green light oleh kerajaan dulu. So, hmm. kalau nak lebih memahami lagi, uh, pergilah Universiti Melayu, Universiti-Universiti, Bacalah buku hmm. uh, Ingat wahyu pertama tu Surah Al-Anfal hmm. Ikra Bacalah <laughs> wow. So Impressive. let me continue on the facts yes, uh, yes. On, the, on the factions So you have Mat Hassan hmm. Mat Hassan has Tok been Mat, right? Tok Mat, yes. Tok Mat has been Where is he right now? So he's quiet. very quiet mm. Eerily quiet So what's what's wrong? So we know that Tok Mat and KJ Is one side hmm. Okay Then after that, you have uh, another group of, okay, Zahid side, we have the other warlords. You know, you have Bong and all that. Mm. Not forgetting, there's another group. Who? Uh, where is Hishamuddin Hussein? I thought he was allied under the the KJ Tokmat. I don't no. think so. Oh, I don't think so. I, I feel that there is another group again. Then you have, uh, for example, Hisham. Hisham is what we call as Gang Bangsa Johor. The one whole group of MPs from the southern side mm. that, you know, uh, for a lot of listeners out there, AMNO started in Johor. Johor. Mm. Oh, it's not Club Sultan Sulaiman, yeah, mm. to all, those, uh, all of you. And not forgetting, there are also other well-known warlords like uh, Nazri Aziz, mm. who is still very, very popular. Mm. Tajuddin Ad-Rahman, who is still popular as well. So these are the different kinds of uh, permutations that's going on right now. Who will be making this sort of influence? And by pushing the buck, like saying, state what I want from mm. Tan Sri Muddin Yassin. That's what, that's what has, has been happening for the past two days. So it's very interesting to see how Besatu is going, is Besatu going to bow down to the pressures of AMNO? Bear in mind, AMNO currently has 39 MPs. How many MPs from uh, Besatu? Besatu, 32 if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. So, uh, not many. AMNO still want to exert that power, that influence. Because at the end of the day, to just settle with Timbalan Perdana Menteri, tak cukup. AMNO mm. wants Perdana Menteri. That's why. I've never seen that quote anywhere yet. But we can deduce lah from the actions what they're trying to do. Huh? Why would you be a second man if you can be the first person? Mm. So that is what they want to regain control of uh, that influence. And mm. we got to look from another permutation again. What role does PAS do, ha- uh, play in this area? Before we touch on PAS, mm. I have a question. Um, would you, ada hujahan tak mungkin the, the complaints by AMNO? they're quite fair given how they were treated in the Sabah election and the appointments into the cabinet, do you think there's an argument there that maybe the the feelings are yeah, yeah, justified? Um, well, if you want to talk about justification, look at the numbers again. Mm. I will always go back to the numbers. Who has more seats? Um, no, absolutely. No, no question. it's Perikatan National. I see Perikatan where you're has, going. Uh-huh. Perikatan has more numbers than Barisan National as a whole. And therefore, they can actually exert more um, more say because they have better numbers. So this kind of thing, I mean, oh. that's why 
that's why I'm not president Dr. Sri Ahmad saying that well, we're going to look at the outcome of the results and mm. who's who are we going to settle with the Sabah Chief Minister that's why at the end of the day is uh, Hajiji Mamatno from Besatu and he is the chairman of Perikatan National and that's where when you don't have the numbers you cannot exert that sort of demand at the end of the day but there is a lot of compromise there's a lot of uh, trading horse trading going on mm. um you know if they don't get it they get this if i don't get that i'll get this mm. so it's you know at the end of the day it's the uh, discussion about um who's going to get what from the war chest mm. uh, semua horse trading ni berlaku pada masa sama kita duduk sini eh Ah, right. I think second. in Sabah is done already. Sabah dah habis. Here, a lot of horse trading is going on, whether mm. from the Anwar side, whether from Muhyiddin side. Well, Muhyiddin is still under home quarantine mm. since October 3rd. So today is his last, last day of day. Home, quarantine, home quarantine. So he'll be out from home quarantine tomorrow. He can so maneuver. He has yeah. a better upper hand, in my I opinion. I would say so. Because I... you are sitting prime minister, mm. you're going to have a better upper hand because if you you're going to use exact whatever position you have mm. so whether the motion of no confidence will come to the motion of no confidence in later. a second yeah, yeah yes so whether that will be uh, debated in the parliament that begs a question because by convention uh, usul-usul kerajaan kena didahulukan yes but mengikut budi bicara um, they want speaker they want rakyat usul tidak percaya oleh Uh, ahli boleh didahulukan. Hmm. There was a statement from the House Speaker, right? Mm-hmm. Recent one. He stated that they want to the, entertain the other motions first before this one that take precedent, kan? Correct. It's usually mm. the government government motions comes first, then the private mm. members' bill. Um, and unfortunately, this time, um, only selected media hanya boleh membuat liputan. I heard about that. I rasa kota... Eh, tak acik lah, Syal. Sorry, I'm cursing. Memang, because we we find it ridiculous. You, kalau pihak kerajaan maupun pihak parlimen uh, ingin mengurangkan kebarangkalian penularan wabak COVID-19, kita semua boleh ikut SOP je. Hmm. Nak cucuk-cucuk hidung tu SOP untuk buat test tu, tak kisah sebab yang penting rakyat mempunyai hak untuk mengetahui apa yang berlaku dalam parlimen. Hmm. Tugas wartawan bertanggungjawab kepada rakyat bukan sang penguasa. Hmm. Inilah Setuju. yang saya nak katakan. So yang pendapat pendapat kamu the argument for oh we need lesser people there tak wajarlah doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. At the mm. end of the day, just observe SOP mm. because they don't allow Jolok fine. But we need to cover this parliament. Why this parliamentary session is important? It's budget 2021. It's huge. Mm. And and you know, international press are not there. The only one is one, Channel right? News Asia. Yeah, yeah. No Reuters, no AFP, no Associated Press, no Bloomberg. You know, these are some of the things that why. This is not just about um, giving the coverage for what is happening in Malaysia. International uh, readers, um, investors, they would like to know what's coming up in the budget. 
the um, foreign diplomats as well. They want to know what's going on in the budget. Um, of course, they won't be just reading about Bernama and things like that. They mm. need to read from many sources, different sources, betul. many different re- media reports. The same thing. It doesn't mean that oh, um, media lain, media dalam media online lain boleh dapatkan berita daripada Bernama ataupun tengok dari TV. Lah, kalau hmm. macam tu bukanlah sebagai seorang wartawan. Seorang wartawan itu perlu memberi liputan di tempat kejadian, di tempat tersebut, di parlimen. Hmm. Mengapa berlakunya Ini tidak sepertinya berlaku Kalau SOP kita boleh turuti hmm. Kenapa nak hadkan hmm. Kenapa media terpilih je Ini tidak adil Tak ada. Ini Setuju. tidak menghormati Hak kebebasan kita sebagai wartawan Untuk memberi liputan hmm. Sekiranya ada apa-apa kesalahan dalam liputan Ada apa-apa kesilapan Boleh membuat Um, uh, bantahan ataupun uh, you can you have the right to reply. Mm. So then then it is important to correct the facts. Mm. If it is factually correct, you have every right to reply. I nak kembali kepada role of pass mm. in all of this. We took a bit of a tangent, maaf, but let's go back. Where's the role of pass in all this horse trading, the moving? Pass has been very quiet. I heard there was one minister who wanted to bring back uh, banning gambling. Oh, dia sepatutnya kena <laughs> dia sepatutnya <laughs> kena kena tahan polis kan? Uh, Dikatakanlah the, the case is still under investigation. Quarantine breach kan? Um, tap, yeah, he breached yeah, the quarantine. Yeah. Tidak yeah, menunjukkan yeah. satu teladan yang baik. Mm. Uh, tak apa, yang baik kita ambil, yang buruk kita buang lah. Tapi selain tu, mm. memang like quiet lah. It's been very quiet. Mm. I mean, um, PAS has been holding Okay, one or two important uh, positions in the cabinet. One of them is uh, Dr. Takiuddin. Dr. Takiuddin is the de facto law minister within this new government. And, um, you know, there's been... You know, you don't really see much of policy matters coming up from past ministers. Like the uh, Tony Rintuan Man, um, he has not been um, central when it comes to um, river pollution issues. Mm-hmm. You know that a member Sungai Gong, mm. so he he was not seen as instrumental in tackling in tackling this. Uh, you can see the state governments are taking more if a uh, more proactive approach in this kind of role. Um, that you know and things like that. And there's a lot of anger about you know how punitive we can be um, on on environmental issues. I'll go back to pass. Mm. Pass is a formidable foe. Pass. You know, pas kalau nak gerakkan ahli panggil je, bukannya nak bagi duit ke apa, panggil je mobilisasi ahli-ahli pas sangat kuat. And you cannot deny that Tuan Guru Haji uh, Haji Hadi he is very very influential. But in this kind of note, right, the struggle of power it's more prominently seen between Amno bersatu and UCPK. But yes. where does picket? Where does pass fall into place? Mm. Not here, not there. This where they are, unfortunately. So you're saying to make up the majority, maybe pass is not in the picture, is it? I mean, doesn't have to be in the picture. Okay, if Ano were to were to form a new government mm. using Amno, mm. it's enough already. I see, but he would need the whole of Amno lah. Uh, not exactly the whole Amno. He just get about ten. 10. He gets about 10. He keeps his current PH together. Uh, that's another question lah. Can he mm. keep DAP in line? Uh, no, it's not about DAP. It's will yeah. DAP actually support? 
nah, you know, how are you going to yeah. work together with Correct. UMNO? For years, DAP opposed UMNO, hantam kau-kau bukan. I mean, of course, Abu lah, asal bukan UMNO. But you know, looking at it now, is that GPS will not, GPS, Gabungan Parti Sarawak will not work with DAP as well. Aha. Okay? PAS also said the same thing. UMNO said the same thing. They will not work with Anwar. They will not, in other words, it's, you know, it's like Puteri Gunung Ledang lah. Uh-huh. Dia buat, dia akan minta sesuatu <laughs> yang tak akan menjadi. <laughs> Because of Bawaiko Baikro, Pakatan Harapan, you have 42 MPs from DAP. Alone, That's a major yeah. chunk. They're the biggest what? In this whole country, biggest political party. A party itself, mm. with number of MPs, DAP is the largest. Mm. Okay, but then then again, dimomok-momokkan seolah-olah kerajaan akan dikawal oleh DAP. Dan seolah-olah DAP ni semuanya Cina. I I think that we have to go past that lah. Of course, right now we can see more on Cina, Cina lah. Mm. But it's changing. It's slowly. Changing. And you can see more and more interest by the uh, Malay community, Absolutely. especially the young yes. Malays, yes, yes, uh, towards DAP. And um, you can see that DAP is also moving towards um, shedding the old. Um, the old branding, branding itself it. as mm. being Chinese chauvinist centric. it's very Chinese centric it's mm. like oh lawan DAP ni MCA tapi tak no. now it's more than that correct it's way more than that mm. you know we can see people like Edri mm. Sharizan Marina Ibrahim and siapa lagi banyak uh, wakil-wakil Melayu daripada DAP Zaril Zaril K. Johari uh, his wife Diana Sofia correct correct mm. yes yes Yeah, so mm. um, that private matters we don't talk about it lah. Yeah lah, yeah. But we were trying to see that you know DAP is moving towards a more multiracial, multicultural yes, kind yes. of thing, and uh, PKR is has that. Uh, it, it already has that. It's already to, to begin that. with. Yeah, but people are pissed off <laughs> with what's happening with PKR. Why? Um, people. They, I mean, I talked to a lot of friends. I mean, yeah. after six months, uh, why has PKR done? What has PKR done now or in their lifetime? I mean, for the past six months, you know, after the rupture, a lot of people laugh. Yes. So this sort of thing that people look at PKR right now is, you know, we're moving from past the PKR. Yes. I will, I'll, I'll touch on PKR later. Mm. Uh, PKR it, it has the idealism that really sells to a lot of all Malaysians. But unfortunately, what's happening right now within the party, what sort of direction the party is moving, Are we going to vote for PKR again or even PH again since you want to work with Amno? Are you going to work with people who are tainted? Mm. That's how questions, a lot of questions that come in. The ones who supposedly not ally dengan Anwar mm. are the people who that dituduh kan? According to reports lah. Uh, according to reports. Kalau But, kalau orang kalau sebegitu kita boleh setuju untuk bekerjasama yang orang yang you know sudah diketahui umum mempunyai masalah-masalah seperti itu adakah kita boleh percaya dengan kepimpinan sebegitu to me that I, i just trying this question no it's a know. good question yeah you know, something voters back then you say about. back then mm. you said that kita tidak akan bekerjasama dengan Najib dengan Zahir and all that mm. but now untuk menjadi PM sekarang you nak bekerjasama dengan Najib dengan Zahir untuk menjadi PM mm ke mana hala tuju selepas ini bolehkah lagi seseorang perdana menteri um ada guna bila let go like that of course they will say no with the the law will tax his cause but i'm happy for them to support but now 
at the end of the day, right, that will hurt his image. That will hurt Datu Sri Anwar's image. Mm. They will hurt PKR's image. They will also hurt a lot of PH supporters. I agree with you, but then there's the balancing question, right? Mm. There are people who, let's say, panggil block liberal, eh, who put their support behind him. Even if he moves forward with this, will the damage you talk about affect it to the extent that people will shift their support to an even more conservative block? My estimation, can no. I don't like the the non-acceptance of that kind of old guard regime eh, from the conservative block. Uh, I don't have to name them. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The opposition against them is just so strong that even if in my opinion Dato Sri Anwar Ibrahim caves a bit works with some of them people will fall in line on the aggregate and then at the end of the day I just had to return the man- mandate to the people mm. you know this this kind of struggle will not end because once you form the government with them what kind of demands that they will make similar ones lah. similar ones of what we're seeing right now mm. you know who said that before who? Tun Mahathir. Okay. <laughs> he oh. said, I told you so. Mm. Now, he mentioned it in, in his in his blog. You know, mm. He said, that if you want to work with Amno, mm. they have demands. Mm. They have certain demands. If you don't follow demands, this is what they're going to pull. Okay, this is a good segue. Let's talk about Perjuang now. Hmm, so, good. S- some members have tabled a motion, kan? Apa, apa jadi? Apa jadi sekarang? Ini, because uh, yesterday, okay, for a lot of listeners who, who don't follow what's going on, right? Um, yesterday was the last day for uh, members of the parliament to submit their bill, to submit the question, to submit their private members' view. Um, so we can see that uh, Tunku Razale uh, sent a letter query to the Speaker of the House. Letter of query, yeah? Yeah, it was uh, mm. asking why the usul tidak percaya by Tun Dr. Mahathir tidak diterima dan tidak dibahaskan. Adakah ini mengikut tulunjuk oleh kerajaan pada hari ini? So, uh, Speaker of the House has already uh, gave a long explanation that the government matters usually uh, takes the precedence and mm. all that. Mm. So, um, then we can see yesterday, one after another, I remember it started at around 9 or 10, then one after another, a motion of uh, no confidence uh, they were um, shared to the public on Twitter on on social media. First, coming on from the former Deputy Finance Minister um, Amiruddin Hamza, he is the Kubang Paso MP, and Datuk Sri Mukris, uh, he's the Jalun MP. Then followed by Datuk Shahrudin from uh, he's the Sri Gading uh, MP, and who else? Simpan Rengam MP, and also former the. Uh, former Education Minister Dr. Mazli Malik also filed the similar motion. So confidence. you name tadi lima dari pejuang kan, and then one more from where? Four. They are all oh. they are from pejuang. Oh, oh, all five. Yeah, okay, okay. All okay. five from pejuang because mm. the only person who can't actually file is uh, Senator Datuk Mazuki Yahya, who so was the former. He's not in the Dewan. He is in Dewan Negara. Yeah, so exactly. uh, only members of the Dewan, Dewan Raya can file that mm. motion. So um, yeah. Will that actually see the light of the day? To me, it's that sort of creating that momentum. Mm. Uh, whether or not this thing will, will see the light of the day or not, we will see the day one again. Because all this motion of no confidence, right? we will see whether it will be in the Atoran Mishwarat or the paper. 
the sidang parlimen bila eh November 2 second. Kan? Yes, yeah, November 2nd. 2 minggu so, lagi ah kena tunggu. No, two more weeks and yeah. well, a lot of things going to happen in within these two weeks. Mm. Um Agong may have a personal or private audience with um Kuli. with the prime minister. Kuli is done. Kuli had a private audience with the Yang Tuan Agong on Tuesday at 2:30 p.m. on October 13. Uh, Dato Sri Anwar Ibrahim uh, had an earlier audience with Agong at 10:30 in the morning. Same day. Uh, no, sorry, at 11 o'clock. Mm. So the meeting lasted about 20-25 minutes with mm. Yang Tuan Agong. And then in the afternoon was with Tengku Razali. You you were there, right? To I watch him there. walk in and come out. Yeah, and we were like waited for hours and then the only thing is panas, is, panas gila siot <laughs> eh tapi kita menjunjung uh, say, uh. Lah. Uh. He, uh, the, his majesty instructed his officers to give us breakfast uh, <laughs> Mac, what do you make the nice tapi eh nasib baik tak muncul isasap tau <laughs> nah, last time isasap gave one ringgit to the press right? uh-huh. it's insulting as hell <laughs> <laughs> eh sial <laughs> sorry <laughs> you, but but we, we we had some weird character coming up to us. It's like giving us uh, hand sanitizers. We're like, okay, okay lah, big bottle, ambil aja lah. Tapi bau gila. <laughs> but but it's fine. Yeah. Um, but what happened is that back 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 to what happened. Yeah. Eleven yeah. thirty, he came out. He went in with some black jaguar. Mm, nice. Yeah, car. I saw that. Was that yeah. your video? Um. No, no. I was going live. Uh, okay. I was going live. So mm. I think a lot of people saw that video. Mm. So he came out. He didn't say anything. Why now the window? Smile, wave, bye bye, cabut. He didn't say anything. We were like, say something lah, Dato Sri. Tak ada, cabut. And then we went, when all the press were chasing after his car, right? A couple of the journalist photographers fell. And then lah, muncul this group of half a dozen otai reformis, dikatakan otai reformis. Shouting reformasi outside the istana, oh. but on a note, uh, it's not the fault of PKR because PKR Secretary General has already um, made a statement uh, advising all members and all supporters of PKR not to gather outside the gates of Istana Negara. But they did it anyway. Uh, mm, mm, these otai reformists don't know who they are. Mm. Uh, just muncul and then uh, kena marah lah polis. Abang polis yang marah. Busurai sekarang. Busurai sekarang. We were like, okay, okay, boss. Okay, boss. Then we had to do stand up updating the public what's going on. Then half an hour later, we receive a um, uh, invitation for the post-audience uh, press conference. Um, that press conference lasted for less than 10 minutes. Oh, <laughs> did he take questions? He yeah, just, he did. He did, uh, he did take uh, questions. So, Dr. Tri Anwar Ibrahim, um, he uh, revealed to the press that he has uh, met the king, that um, he gave, uh, he told the king that he has more than 120 MPs. Mm. Uh, he has given the documents SDs, statutory declarations and endorsement letters, but without the list of the MPs. Um, that he didn't reveal in the press conference. We only knew about it, I think, about close to half an hour after the press conference. We received a press uh, statement from the Istana that, that the, the letter king, was re- uh, that the king only told, was told by PKR president that he was only told about the number, but he has not received the the, mm. the list of names of people who supported him. No, here's the confusing thing. Um, the Istana statement cakap tak ada dapat senarai. Yeah. Tapi I saw one Vibes article that said the present in the apa bilik 
adab right bilik mengadab dia ah. dia ada the documentary letters of support letters so, of support as well as the um, the what do you call that the um, endorsement letters mm. it was there um, then again we're still waiting for the istana to confirm about this i see mm. oh no i remember because the article said sources in the palace correct kan? correct so correct. not on the record so it's rather rather mm. interesting to see that right now when the sources tell the vibes about the story right now it's now conflicting with what the from official the pa- line the, yeah. the, the the press statement made by the uh, the palace it's very interesting right now we see that okay what are we uh, what is the current one what has been presented and what's next so what now what we know for sure is that all private audiences with young tanagong will be postponed mm. so we shall wait two weeks from now um, I think probably a couple of days before um, the parliament, the parliament, the king will have an audience with all the party presidents. That Because be... Matsabu Guan Eng was supposed to have an audience with the king, but postponed. Ke? Everything postponed, including mm. uh, mm. Amno president's uh, audience with the king, all postponed. Mm. So um, we shall wait uh, two weeks after that, which means twenty um, seventh. Mm. So twenty eighth onwards, we're gonna be. Interesting. A lot of things are going. We'll, we'll, we'll go on sometime this week. So, so nila masa unto all the movement and the deal making, horse trading, lobbying, lobbying. That's why you're gonna see a lot of hotels around. <laughs> uh, okay. The reason that now I, you know, when before I joined um, as a, as a journalist, I didn't know what's the meaning of lobbying. Mm. So literally, you go to the lobby of the parliament to lobby. For, for what you whatever want, whatever mm. You know, in a hotel lobby is also another lobbying. Yes. You know, we we you know, if you have followed the political developments in Malaysia for, um, the historical developments of Malaysian politics, uh, we've heard about the Ming Court Hotel. Mm-hmm. We heard about Sheraton, Sheraton Hotel. Sheraton, Lemeridan Hotel. Then mm. I don't know what hotel, tapi every time got this kind of hotel. Dulu ada Sherat, dulu ada Four Point Hotel kan kat sana kan. Mm, tapi mm. kesian ada Four Point Hotel kat sana kan dah tutup. Kenapa dah tutup? Oh, bila eh? Recently. Quite recently. Mm. Uh, disebabkan tak tahu mungkin sebab video tu kan. Video. <laughs> Do you watch the video? I didn't. Oh, I, I tak boleh. <laughs> nah, baik jangan, baik jangan. No, 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 Rosak no. mata tak, nanti. Tak, eh. I baik saw jangan. the first part just uh, nak tengok muka dia macam sama ke tak. Tapi... I didn't. I don't want to say my opinion. For listeners, do not go and search the video. Don't spoil your day. <laughs> Unless you're into that kind of thing, then it might make your day. Oh gosh! <laughs> uh, I tell you what, you know, Malaysian politics is all about sex and sodomy. Again, it's you know, it, this is just what I hate. You know, the, the, these things. It's so tainted with so many sex and sodomy and scandals kind of thing. Can we talk? Can we have policy? Yeah, better policies. Can mm. we have better people to run the country? Mm. That's why I implore all young Malaysians: if you are not in Malaysia, you come back. Come back, run for election. Mm. You know, if you don't run for election, what future does it hold for our children? And our parents were still here. You know, this kind of thing. This affects everyone. Mm. If we do not populate the parliament, say for example, um, there are not many women in parliament. That's cool. But we look at what. But we mm. look at parliament. Uh, how women are being treated. That's that's really really sad. To there see. was the you M- DAP member. Ah, uh, Kasturi yeah. Pato, oh Pato Kawan, she and was... and Baling MP Dato Aziz had to call her. Oh, mm. tak nampak lah gelap sangat. Exactly. And then quite we, shameful. 
uh, I think about 10 years ago, um, uh, one MP, ah, MP Kinabatangan, Bung Mokta, mm. called um, Batu Gajah MP, Bocor Tetep Bulan. Mm. So this kind of thing, um, you know, very sexist remarks that we are seeing in the parliament, we get so bored. Okay, we are we know that kita dah letih dengan benda ni, kita dah komplain banyak kali, tapi selagi kita tidak membuat putusan untuk bertanding dalam parlimen, untuk mem- untuk menjadi ahli parlimen dan membawa satu perbahasan yang lebih positif, lebih efisien dan lebih matang, selagi itulah politik yang kotor akan tetap wujud dalam arena politik Malaysia. Norman, bila nak pergi bertanding? Bila nak bertanding, jawapan saya mudah aja. Ha. Wallah walam. <laughs> This guy, <laughs> you know, I mean, I learned when I, mean, I opened up the books of Quran and learning from friends and from, uh, uh, from the Muslim faith. Yeah. I find it there are so many ways to give reasons. Correct. Yeah, Correct. you know, to me, if there is an opportunity, I'll go. Mm. I see. If there's um, an opportunity, I'll go. But I'm also ready to support any friends who wants to run mm. to go because for me, right, at the end of the day, kalau bukan saya, siapa lagi? Exactly. If we have a friend, push them. Mm. If we know someone who can actually lead, go, and train, set up a team to campaign, what not, be prepared. Now, although there might not be any general election, come three more years, 2023, and by next year, July 2021, the gazette uh, gazettement of only 18 will be in place. Will be in effect. Automatic automatic voter registration as well as 18 year olds. Uh, to 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 uh, contest as a candidate and uh, as an adun as a uh, um, a member of parliament will be allowed by then. So that means we have an additional 7.8 million young voters. Mm. That is a huge number. What is the average age in Malaysia? 27. It's a young country, and yet we have orang generasi lama dah duduk sana. Masih gaduh lagi siapa nak jadi PM. So I think we have we are done with it. That's why I go back again. Kenapa pos Malaysia tu penting? Bukan pasal pos Malaysia hantar pos ya. Mm. Kita cukuplah gaduh. I mean, we all tired. Bungi bising ni kebanyakannya datang dari bangsa bubble lah. Exactly. You know, if you talk to the people on the ground, right? Yes. Kais pagi makan pagi, kais petang makan petang. Uh. Kadang-kadang bila CMCO datang, bet- Bertanya di depan muka Tak ada kerja Bila tak ada kerja itu Satu hari itu tak ada makan tau hmm. So kehidupan seharian Orang Malaysia sendiri Macam mana mereka akan teruskan hidup Ini memerlukan Satu pemikiran Dan satu langkah yang lebih Proaktif dan praktikal uh, Bukannya Terlalu Bobrok dalam Kancah politik ini Yes, politik these are all shows. Wayang tu tetap ada. Hmm. Sebab tu politik kat Malaysia ni seakan-akan macam wayang kulit lah. <laughs> I like that. Let's return to the the movement. We covered Perjuang. Now I want to talk about DAP. Hmm. So apa statusnya sebenarnya? I uh, The last thing I remember was Lim Guan Ng statement. Dia nyatakan, we will support Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim kalau dia ada nombor majority nombor ok generally DAP mempunyai disiplin dalam parti as in they move as one they will move and block that is well known 
hmm. for that they they will move one block hmm. dia takkan gerak pecah pada dua tiga faction tak hmm. bila dia orang gerak ni dan DAP dia gerak dalam satu kumpulan ah hmm. uh, bagi DAP ni is this whatever it is they stick together PKR DAP yang mana they going to stick together uh, whatever it comes um, but then DAP um, bear in mind right BAP's uh, EGM will be held this year and there will be a pemilihan parti this year. So which means right, term untuk uh, penggal untuk uh, setiausaha agung DAP uh, YB Ling Wan Eng dari Bagan akan berakhir dalam sesi ini. Maksudnya ada sat, ada pemimpin baru akan dipilih. Confirm is it? Like it won't be him anymore? Mm, yes, it cannot be him because mengikut term limit uh, eh? is term limit two two terms. I see. So we will see a new setiausaha agung um, DAP uh, in the next election. So who will run for it? We don't know. Of course, uh, there are few contenders for the position. People like Anthony Loke. There's also Ngakoming and things like this. These are the names that have been, you know, hovering around. But it'll be very interesting how DAP is going to move forward. Mm-hmm. But we can also see that DAP, uh, although you can see a lot of interest coming from the Malay community, but you can also see that the Chinese leaders, um, you know, leaders from DAP from the Chinese descent. Speaks really good in Malay right now. Oh yeah, so, like Anthony Lok. Yes. You have Hannah Yo, Hannah Yo muncul dalam muka depan kat utusan, mm. and you have Ketua Pemuda Ketua Pemuda DAP Howard Lee. Sepiji cakap orang logan yang utara tu, <laughs> uh, yang tu orang Perak. Mm. Uh, so it's it's again komunikasi politik ini yang penting adalah penggunaan bahasa. Saka, kalau sekiranya um, dulu Orang lihat seolah-olah DAP mengambil orang Melayu sebagai token Untuk memelayukan image DAP hmm. Tapi tak Tapi sekarang Sekarang, lain. sekarang dia lain uh, Cara pengolahan dia lain Cara pemikiran dia lain Cara tuturan dia lain Penulisan pun lain sudah hmm. Tapi bukan 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 yang lain ke apa Tapi menjurus ke arah, ke arah yang lebih terbuka Bukan hanya melihat pada sisi-sisi Pada sudut pada uh, satu kaum je hmm. Ataupun perkara, kepada, kepada kepartian tidak. So now it's more open, but this will be very interesting. With DAP moves into a more multiracial, multicultural, this sort of image, you know what is next? What's next? This is in a clash with PKR. PKR, PKR is going to be very uncomfortable with this because PKR is always being seen as multicultural, multiracial. Mm. Now DAP comes into in contest for that space. Mm. So will there be a shift from there? We don't know. So um, we will see what's next. Again, mm. belilah popcorn. Mm. Pas, uh, pastikan bukan bu, bukan beli garret ya. <laughs> beli yang local local lah. Support <laughs> our local SME. Hashtag buy local. <laughs> okay, tapi nak jelaskan, mm. please um, clarify with all these movements. Ah, do we kita sedar tak? What is DAP stance now? In relation to Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim, in relation to bekerjasama dengan Amno, ada tak statement apa apa? You know, I've been trying to call them. Hmm. Semuanya, but they're silent, silent lah. Uh, semuanya, most of them will not want to comment. That's why they have not been commenting very openly about it. Hmm. But when it comes to support whether Anwar to be the Prime Minister, very clear, they're going to support M Block for Prime, uh, for Anwar Ibrahim. Same goes in Amana. Amana will support M Block. To uh, Anwar Ibrahim as mm. Prime Minister. Mm. On the question of whether uh, working with Amno, I think 
that one we have not seen anything from them yet mm. because our grassroots are question are questioning how are you going to work together with Amno where you don't want to work with them i remember asking this question to warisan deputy president um dr dara liking when i was in sabah and I asked him, I said, what is Warisan's position if, uh, since uh, Dr. Sri Anwar Ibrahim has the support from Amno, are you going to work with Amno? Then he replied, um, Warisan will not work with Amno, period. Mm. Then again, that was last month. Things can change, can? Well, political realignment. What we are seeing right now is political realignment, political re the, the reshaping of the whole landscape itself. Mm. It's breaking and rebuilding. Back then, it's very clear cut. You're gonna have two two sides. Two sides, very mm. clear. Whether you are Barisan National, whether you are Pakatan Harapan. Right now, Pakatan Harapan back into the old Pakatan right yet the tree. Barisan National is just Amno. Um, MCA, MIC, Sarawak parties. Uh, no, no. Sarawak mm. parties is different. Another block. It's called GPS. Mm. Okay. Then you have Perikatan National. Then you have Mafakat National, where Mafakat National, BN, uh, Barisan National, and Perikatan National, they have overlapping. It's like a Venn mm. diagram. Lah. Mm. It's mm. overlapping among each other. Then, not forgetting, you have Gerakan Rakyat Sabah, Gabungan Rakyat Sabah. That's uh, encompassing. Um, uh, Perikatan National, um, BN, and uh, uh, PBS, Parti Bersatu Sabah. Okay? And Star Sabah. So that's under GRS. So I, I know that this will be very, very confusing, but we are going to see things are going to break and realign again. The whole political landscape in Malaysia will be very, very interesting in the next couple of months down the road as well as next year. We may not know, I think, once COVID. 19 dies down dies down get ready Inshallah. for snap election yes but uh, how many of us will actually go back to vote I think there's a general sense of disenfranchisement of um, really I thought people would be more motivated than ever to go out now and to stop all these hopping hopping people not no unfortunately there's what, a general why? sense of like lelah there's lelah tired lethargic fatigue you name it People are tired and it's mm. not cheap to go home to vote. Think about those, you know, I'll mm. give you one example. You know, there's a perkampungan di Pasir Gudang. Tahu tak berapa orang rakyat Sarawak kat sana? Berapa? 40,000. I'm stunned. <laughs> mm-hmm. and there are a lot of Sarawakians mm. there. Majority um, dari Kuching kan, those people? No, not necessary. Not necessary. Everywhere. Really. It's everywhere. Oh. Because um, mm. it is hard to find a job after you graduate from Sarawak. You don't really find a job. So there you see a lot of Sabahan Sarawakians, they would usually move, uh, shift to bigger cities in West Malaysia to find better jobs, mm. better job opportunities and all that. I mean, for example, when I when I graduate, I work in Singapore, better pay. But yeah, of, of course, it's a lot nearer than, than, than KL. Um, but you look at that, right? It is so expensive to go home. Sabahan Sarawakians, we don't want to go back to vote. It's so expensive. And... You can you can fetch out you know the price for flights and buses could fetch up per person to and fro. If expensive, we can go about two thousand. Wow! How much you know what is the current um, minimum wage at the moment? Thousand three. Oh. Mm. So it's very expensive, and you know it's not helping with. Um, in the last Sabah election, the uh, transport ministry did not um, actually try to facilitate in cheaper flights to go back to Sabah. 
the only one I saw was Malaysia Airlines. But then again, things uh, the flights to Sabah was so expensive. Mm. 2004, 2005 is so expensive to go by. So this, I see this as voter suppression. Mm. When you have some acts of voter suppression, to me, this is against, uh, this is my opinion, yeah? this is against parliamentary democracy. We're supposed to facilitate the, the, the democratic rights of the people to vote. And, you know, in Indonesia, is one of the biggest democracies in the world. Mm. They can go to counters and vote. It, From anywhere, is it? They can yes. vote for their constituency without being there. Yeah. Yes. I, mean, I mean, they can vote at the embassies and all that. Okay, uh. let's take, for example, in US, so-called the first leader, the, the, the leader of the free world. Mm. They have mail-in voting. Mm. Australia has mail-in voting. Why Trump can't is fighting the mail-in voting. Though. That's rubbish. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's voter suppression again. Yeah, okay. He thinks that those are fake. fake. No, it's fake It's votes. all fake voters. You do an amazing Trump. <laughs> <laughs> billions and billions. Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. But, you know... Now, what we want to do right now is to reach out to all our MPs and to push for an amendment to the, um, to the election commission law under Akta Pilihan Raya 1954, if I'm not wrong. Um, the mail-in voting, pengundi uh, pos, undi tidak hadir. I remember 2018, I registered as undi tidak hadir because as petugas media, we are allowed to. And if you're police and all that, you are you have the uh, you have that privilege to um, apply for undi tidak hadir. But if you're normal people, if you are common people who are working on this side of the world, you're not eligible too. So why should we be limiting? We should be encouraging more people to vote. Mm. But unfortunately, we're not doing that yet. I think there are a lot of alasan, cakap ni lah, logistik lah, this lah, to me bullshit. Sorry, sorry for my language. Tapa, tapa, tapa. To me, I think it's it's rubbish. Mm. Um, it's by a simple majority people can uh, the, the MPs can amend the law, and we can actually look into allowing uh, undi mail-in voting. So one, you save money. People don't need to go back to vote. People can vote via mail. They can opt to vote via mail, and when they opt via mail, and which means we can actually also look into extending the time of campaign. Right now, it's two weeks. Imagine I send out undi tidak hadir. Well, let's say if you're in London, it won't be in time. No, no, it, won't it won't be on time. Mm. So it has to be over the over the month mm. or maybe six weeks. So once nomination date has been, you know, been done and after that, uh, you send out the uh, ballot papers, for example, and it has to arrive on certain date. So give and looking at the time, six weeks, I think we were looking at all the uh, ballots to reach home for um, to arrive at the the ballot centers, that can be done. Other countries have done it. Why can't Malaysia? Mm. So I think there shouldn't be any reason for not doing that. We have very good services from Post Malaysia, even logistically, mm. and even from Wismaputra, we have the diplomatic uh, bags and all that. We can do that. So at the end of the day, back the question of political will, because the next thing what will happen is that. Pola pengundi akan berubah. I rasa there's no political will for that. Everyone's looking in another direction now. Can yeah. There's an emergency, COVID, and now everyone's wanting to leverage themselves to make sure they can survive. 
So, I also like to implore to a lot of ramai yang sedang mendengar ni pelan-pelan ataupun satu kegiatan untuk mem- memperbaiki dan memberi men- menjalankan satu ref- agenda reformasi bukannya satu yang uh, menjadikan perkara-perkara lain seperti gaji seperti uh, kehidupan uh, orang cara-cara untuk membantu orang miskin akan terhenti tidak agenda reformasi tetap dijalankan seiring dengan pengurusan ekonomi negara bantuan kewangan semua ni akan terus berjalan tapi agenda reformasi membawa maksud untuk satu dapat mengurangkan kos yang kedua kita dapat menjimatkan banyak kerja dan menjadikan satu uh, perkhidmatan daripada kerajaan yang lebih baik tapi sekarang banyak yang telah dibazirkan ada yang tak perlu tapi duit itu dah dibelanja hmm. benda projek cakap ni cakap tu tapi projek tu berhasil tak adakah dasar tersebut membawa kebaikan perkara rakyat ataupun tidak we have not been debating this we have not been discussing about what sort of policies that should be in place no The only thing is Abata Abata uh, Do you know what is Abata? No, tell me Agama bangsa dan tanah air uh, You know, that sort of thing that was Oh yeah, mm-hmm. kita must memperjuangkan agama Yes They will not run away mm. Agama Islam tetap agama persekutuan mm. No question No question Raja-raja Melayu Institusi raja Tetap institusi yang didaulatkan mm. No change So kenapa nak memumuk-mumukkan rakyat? Tidak perlu. Yang penting siapa yang susah sekarang? Ramai orang dari kampung datang ke bandar untuk mencari satu kehidupan yang baru yang lebih baik, tapi akhirnya menjadi terperangkap dalam terperangkap dengan kemiskinan. Hmm. Mereka menjadi miskin. Dulu tak masyarakat kampung tak miskin. Tapi bila ada peluang ada, lah You're saying last time Last time is in that side of thought Because of inter-city migration mm. There were a lot of movement of people From the rural areas into the city areas Because in search of better job opportunities But at the end of the day When they come to city They became You know They are the hardcore poor In the city itself They mm. became homeless You know I remember the first year When I when I, when I moved to KL um, I didn't go back for Christmas So walking around Jalan Bukit Nanas Guess what? Who who are the people I talk to? There are a lot of Sabahan Sisarakins who are homeless here. Wow! They were, you know, cheated for the jobs, job scams, and all that. Their ICs were gone. Um, this kind of things are happening. People mm-hmm. from, even from uh, Terengganu, Perak, they are here. They got stuck. They can't go home. So these are what we are having right now. And then again, I will touch on this because during MCO, we've seen the worst of the worst of Malaysians. How can we blame it on migrants? Are they at fault? And refugees? Heck, even the refugees and migrants are the ones uh, preparing the PPEs and donating food to the hospitals. They are trying to give their bit and how do we treat them? Inhumanely. Mm. I mean, that's why... It's a shame. It's a shame. I mean, come on. You know how many Malaysians who are uh, who entered illegally in Australia working to Correct. pick apples? Thirty mm. thousand Malaysians mm. flouted the law, the visa law in Australia. Guess what? Orang Malaysia sendiri yang menjadi pati di di Australia. Apa yang lagi memalukan di Korea Selatan benar yang berlaku. Mm. Jadi pengutip sapa? 
menjadi golongan pekerja yang mempunyai kemahiran yang rendah. Adakah ini yang kita mahukan? Dalam pengajaran dalam setiap agama, treat people well. If you don't want others to treat you badly, then don't. Treat them properly because mm. they are people as well. Setiap orang itu walaupun itu warga negara lain ataupun tidak mempunyai warga negara, setiap manusia itu mempunyai maruah. Dan setiap manusia itu adalah diwujudkan oleh Tuhan Yang Maha Esa. Hormatilah mereka. Ya, yeah, setuju. Okay, before we end, Norman, I want to speak about the movements in a nice summing up way. Mm-hmm. I just want to cover two more people. Eh? Okay. Tun M and Kuli, just before we finish. So it's nice and balanced. We talked okay. about more or less everyone. Let's start with Tun M. Ada tak perlu ada tak peluang untuk dia nak kembali into the main fray in your opinion? Jawapannya senang, tidak. Hmm. No way. Eh? Not to say no way. Low I, small chance. Not to say no chance. He wouldn't want to as well. I see. And kalau soal persoalannya kalau adakah Tun Mahathir akan kembali menjadi perdana menteri, bukan satu persoalan lagi. Hmm. He will not return as a prime minister. What was your impression when you interviewed him personally? Oh hey, sure. For the listeners, for the listeners, when was this? Now interviewing because currently, for the listeners out there, I'm currently running a project on uh, documenting uh, with uh, Tun Dr Mahathir mm. as the Prime Minister for 22 months, and um, this is a I'm taking an academic approach of documenting his his uh, experience and his reflections as the Prime Minister for 22 months under Pakatan Harapan. So there are a lot of questions where sometimes. Uh, people say, no lah, you can actually get it from the press reports already. No. Sometimes, you know, to understand these, these politicians, the way they answer differently, we need to get to the root of it. You for mean example, them, is it? I mean, looking at Dr. Mahathir, for example, mm. why Tun Mahathir letak jawatan? Mm. We need to understand this. Mm. But uh, these are some of the few questions where I ask him. So, what do I think in the session so far? Um, he's, he's very sharp. And you can see uh, he's consistently uh, with uh, he 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 won't change he won't budge. He's consistently very stubborn. Mm. <laughs> you can't change his mind. Mm. You know, I think you know a, a lot of uh, listeners out there. I mean, for those whether you like it or hate him, he is damn consistent, and he knows his facts. He knows his numbers. You get you get scared. <laughs> I bet <laughs> you get scared. I mean, I'm not scared, but you're in awe. I mean, yeah. You, um, the impression I get is you can ask him really tough questions, right? That it. might implicate him, yeah. And then he will just answer you, yeah. like no problem. Like what just you, like, just like. Mm. Uh, let me see one, two, two days ago when mm. I interviewed him. So when I asked him, I said, "Tun, there's a perception uh, that why are you so adamant about uh, not having Anwar as PM?" Then he said. Well, if you don't want me, why should I want him? <laughs> straight, <laughs> up. <laughs> straight up. Straight <laughs> up. It was just straight up. You know, it's like you're talking to your grandfather. But here, mm. it's not looking at him as a grandfather or an elder person. The thing about, you know, meeting with uh, Tun Mahade himself is that now I get to understand uh, better about, uh, for example, what does it mean by Melayu Malas? He always 
you know see that in his book especially in his book you know in a malay dilemma orang melayu ni malas orang cina ni 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 orang cina ni kaya sangat lah blah 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 but this is you know of course people get angry lah why you pukul rata pada semua orang melayu ada juga orang melayu yang kerja keras yes kita tak deny but then I understand <laughs> then I understand what he meant by that because a lot of people who went to see him only once a bit, only once uh, once something only once something easy uh, out of it you know it's like quick money lah you mm. get this project then subcon 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 and get money but correct, don't want to work correct, for it correct. so this is this these are some of his personal experiences meeting with uh, budding malay entrepreneurs mm. some of them work hard and they get it yes and then some of them don't work hard they subcon So this is his personal experience. It's not poco rata. So I think this is where sometimes, yes, being an old politician, he doesn't say it very clearly. That also falls back to how politic communication Melayu. Go on. On that note, right? For a lot of Malay politics, if you follow in the early days, they are not direct. It's very berkias, mm. and most of the time, it's a lot of layers to what they say. Mm. So, in this, through this documentation of this interview with Tun Mahathir, then I understand that there are many layers of what that simple line that he say is more than that. So, stay tuned. I'm still doing the documentation. I'll be writing a book about it. So, uh, once it's ready, I'll let you know. Um, we're targeting sometime next year. Um, okay. I think um, the title of the book. You will know later. <laughs> <laughs> Great, I'm looking forward to it. Okay, okay. so secara ringkas, uh, Tun, unlikely he will come back, but um, dia mungkin ada influence lah to what's going on. Like we can see from his party, they tabled the motion. And then let's see what happens lah. Okay, now the question of Tunku. Tunku Razali. Okay, Tunku Razali comes from a kerabat. It means uh, royalty, and then when it comes to Malay politics, you have to understand that the uh, politics Melayu and uh, pengaruh uh, kerabat uh, diraja they are closely linked, and it's very important uh, of, of maintaining good relations with the royal household. Mm. Uh, of course, uh, royal household will not be actively involved in the uh, in politics because they will be against constitutions and that. So. Um, Sorry about that. Yeah, go on. Yeah, I'll go on with it. Yeah. So the uh, on this note, right? Kuli is one of the senior elder statesmen. I think is well respected. And one of the thing why Kuli came in the picture. Number one, does he have any baggage? Number two, is he implicated in any charges? No, right? No. No. Clean. So it's clean. Mm. Is Kuli going to be the prime minister? We don't know. Um, then again, is he being? Is he in a position where he is accepted by both sides? Possible. Hmm. So it will be a possible thing to be an interim prime minister or of a unity government. I see. Okay, now is that your opinion, or have you heard this from? This my opinion. These whispers. This is my opinion. Oh, okay, okay. But I do hear from mm. uh, pe- uh, party insiders. Um, I talk to mm. analysts, and again, uh, Kuli uh, has also indicated in his uh, statement he's ready to sacrifice. So that's a key word again. You know, Kuli is also another um, uh, an elder statement mm. uh, coming from Amno. He used a very, very uh, subtle way of saying things, just like Tun Mahathir. Mm. They're very crafty with those words. So um, I think a lot of movement are going on. Whether Kuli will be able to pull through 
then again, we cannot deny that, you know, there's a possibility that the Yang Tuan Agong may call for a meeting from the Conference of Rulers to discuss this matter. Mm. Uh, whether Muhyiddin Yassin led a Perikatan National government is currently, uh, has, has lost its majority support, uh, whether uh, Anwar Ibrahim will garner the enough number of support or will things will just be, well, the Conference of Rulers as uh, advice. Uh, maybe to look at coolies as another option, option number three. Mm. But keep tabs on coolie because coolie, remember, he ran for presidency presidency in AMNO in the last AMNO election as well. I see. He lost out to he Zahid. lost to Zahid. Mm. Yeah. Do you know the margin more or less? Of course, the margin is big. La. Big margin. Yeah, okay. It's a big margin. Okay. Let's see mm. what happens. So we've got a bit of time before things consolidate. Um, in the meantime, Norman Go, I just want to say, I tak pernah bertemu dengan sesiapa yang berilmu tentang kedudukan politik Malaysia. Like orang civil lah, just civil. Okay. It's a civilian who knows this much and it's been quite a privilege to be enlightened by you. Now when I go meet my friends, I think I'll be the most, <laughs> the smartest guy. Unless oh. you listen to this podcast. Yes, do listen to this podcast uh, called Nadi Kita and you can also follow me on Bicara Minggu Ini. I highly recommend. There's a really, <laughs> really interesting interview with Dato Sri Najib that I really liked. Uh, his responses were really interesting. Lah. Please do check it out. What episode? Lah? How many episodes before? Uh, I think just the last episode because right. I still have one more uh, where I've yet to upload is with Dato Sri Ahmad Zaid Hamidi, I conducted mm. the interview with my friends and and uh, when we were in Kota Kinabalu with the Vibes. So, um, well, um, it's entirely in Malay, so <laughs> you can listen to how I speak in Bahasa Melayu. His amazing DM, I just have to say. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. We're still learning, we're still learning. Uh. But I think hopefully my next podcast, I can do it in Bahasa entirely dalam Bahasa Sarawak. So, mm. I hope to bring in ZRV in the next. I want to talk Ooh. about music industry as well. That sounds interesting. Yes. Okay, looking forward uh, to that. Probably the next one we can even sp- speak to uh, Isaac uh, and and some of the some of the local uh, singers out there. I think uh, one of the last discussed area right now is the music industry. Mm. And let's bring it up. Not forgetting, next year we're gonna have our very first um, uh, Disney movie written by a Malaysian. Ah, I heard about Adele that. Yes, it's called, yes. uh, so, called Naga. I know. No, wait, Raya, Raya and the Last Dragon. Raya and the Last Dragon. Yeah, sounds yeah. interesting. You're gonna so, meet her? Uh, no, 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 no. Because uh, my friend from Legikini interviewed the scriptwriter Adele Lim. Yes, and she was a scriptwriter for Crazy Rich Asians. Ah. so let's maybe try to move at least our Malaysian singers to sing okay. a Disney That's princess song. Mm. Actually, Sheila Amzah or Yuna would be a good one. I agree. Okay, yeah. if you're listening on Spotify to Bicara Minggu Ini, tolonglah click follow. Uh, same with Nadi Kita. You might see clips of this on YouTube or Twitter. Please help us share it, retweet, like. Norman Go, it's been a pleasure. It's my pleasure as well. Thank you so much. Okay, cheers. Cheers. Listen to the full podcast of Bicara Minggu Ini on Spotify, Anchor and Google Podcasts. Follow me on Twitter at I'm Nongo for the latest updates on current affairs and stories.